and welcome back to Night Owl Nerds Fate Split. Last time, the party finally convened and met up at the Hastholm Tower. Greeted by Northam in the main hall, they were told to help themselves to refreshments and recreation downstairs while he attended to some well. While he attended to some business. <clears throat> in the meantime, the party found themselves playing simple games such as toppling towers and a few other things, potentially setting themselves on fire as one of the party members accidentally sat on the fireplace thinking it was a couch. After nearly cleaning out the fully stocked kitchen and moving back upstairs to bed, one of our party members decided to sneak around at night, finding that the ceiling of the tower was alight with the stars and moon of the night sky. Deciding to investigate no further, she went back to bed, and the sun moved forward. The following morning, Northam greeted the party in the hallway once again, and guided them to a large room on an upper floor of the tower. Before them stood a vast, desolate plain, speckled with areas of different climates, and he told them that this would serve as a test. If they could make it through these various climates and dangers, he would know that he could trust them with the various tasks that he is no longer physically able to take. The party moved forward and found themselves in a swampy area, thick with fog, poisonous gas, and moving plants. Where we left off last, the party found themselves face to face with a humongous living tree barreling down upon them and that is where we shall resume now i have taken notes on your turn order so give me one minute as i punch it in you have 59 seconds congratulations you can count no, he asked for a minute. I'm giving him 59 seconds. All right. So, at the bottom of the turn order, right where we left off, stands the giant tree creature. Orthus, I believe you're still underwater at the moment. I'm not prone, I remember. Yeah, so you're still underwater. So this treant is going to move 5, 10... 15, 20, completely unaware of your presence at the moment. And is going to reach a slam attack out at Moss for a dirty 20 to hit. Meat. Or eight points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. That will end its turn, bringing it up to Selene. Um, I am going to use my action, uh, wild shape. Thanks to your subclass, that is actually only a bonus action. What would you like to wild shape into? Um, I'll do a bear. 
Would you care to describe to us what your bear looks like? So it is big and kind of tall like a grizzly bear, but its fur has silver and purple hues, basically Neat. matching what her hair looked like. Neat. All right. All right. And you have an action and movement left. How would you like to proceed, Miss Grizzly Bear? That's all I'm going to do for my turn right now. Okay. Vice, you're up. Yikers. I am going to move. How tall is this tree? Uh, this tree stands about 35 feet tall. Okay. And does it look like it has eyes? It has hollows in the trunk where you would think there were eyes, but it's just a void. I'm going to move two of my dancing lights into one eye socket and one of them into the other. And then the fourth dancing light is trailing behind because it can't quite make it up there. Okay in a hope that the light in its eyes does something. Okay. It has googly eyes now. It does. It <laughs> if anything, you've given it personality. I see it sort of looks like a cartoon character from Cartoon Network. <laughs> and then I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that'll be my turn. Okay. Shatten, you're up, standing on the back of uh, Moss. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do a bonus, my uh, bonus dash. Bonus action dash. Yep. Okay. And I am going to. Let's see here. Uh, there you go. Move there, I guess. Right here. Skirting around its root-like limbs. Yep. And then I'm going to take uh, my rapier and do an attack. Go ahead and roll. Uh, do I have advantage from being on that side, or do I need to be exactly opposite? You would need to be exactly opposite, and no one except for Forthus is technically in melee. Oh. Okay, then I will stab it. And I got 12. Wait, let me double check here. It's uh, up here, plus seven. 13 to hit. 13 just hits. Oof. And that would be seven piercing. Seven points of piercing damage. All right. Anything else for your turn? Uh, got my bonus. Actually, probably should have moved. 
a little bit further, but like you said, I wasn't and I think I'll move further around to the opposite side. Right there. Okay. Anything else? Uh nope, that should be it. Okay. Brings us to Moss with Forthus on deck. Alrighty. If I move five feet to here, he's flanked, right? Five feet to there, he is perfectly flanked. Alright, so I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to bite him. Okay, go ahead and roll with advantage. 24 to hit. 24 is a hit. Uh, for 9 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then I will... Do you wish to attempt to grapple this creature? No, or I don't really think... Did we write that into the rules? I think it has to be medium or smaller. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't write anything like that, I don't think, but yeah, Moss wouldn't be able to grapple this thing. Yeah. I'll just... Oh. Then I'll bash it with my shield. Okay. Uh, and that's a 22 to hit. 22's a hit. Or five more, five more piercing. All right. Anything else for your turn, sir? Nope, that'll do it. All right. Warthus, you are up. You are prone, oh. actually. Yes. Um, am I right next to it still and still hidden? You are, well, you're hidden because you're underwater uh, and prone, so you might want to stand up to breathe, but yes, you are technically hidden. Right. Um, I'll stand up and try and sneak my way. Okay, standing up consumes half of your movement speed. All right. Oh, five. And right here. And am I still hidden? Uh, you presume. Um, I can take a sneak attack then. That. That uh, will highly cool. depend on whether or not you are actually hidden. But you can uh, take it anyway because there's someone within five feet of him. That's how that sneak feature? attack works. No, that's how sneak attack works. All right. Um, well, I rolled a natural one. That's so unfortunate. That yes. Swing and a miss. Uh, and are there any bushes I can hide nearby? Not where you're currently standing. Aside from the tall grass on the land portion of where you are, there are no bushes. You would have to go prone again to get below to get below the grass. Um, I'll go prone in the grass then. Okay. Here or where you were prior is fine. Yeah, still, I'll go. Still technically land. You've just chosen to lay on the ground. Yeah, I'll just go prone then and hope and try and hide. Uh, so you're going to use your bonus action to hide? Yes. Roll a stealth check. 
rolling so well. Two. I just rolled a two, so I probably didn't get it. <laughs> uh, plus stealth. Oh, that was a nine. Okay. And that'll end your turn? Yes. Stepping back to the living tree man. He is going to turn to the one who just took a nice big chunk out of him and swing again. I don't believe a 13 will hit. Nope. Okay. He is not going to move from his position as he is facing off with Moss. Brings us back to the top of the round with Celine as a bear. So I am going to move... 30 feet straight actually uh, where is he yeah I'm gonna move 30 feet to where the to where the tree is okay right. as you do I need you to roll a constitution saving throw and with the bear stat block that's a d20 plus two. Well, I got a 22. Perfect. Nothing happens. You are now face to face with a giant tree monster. So, I'm going to use my action to use my claws to slash at the tree. Are you going to use just the claws, or are you going to go for your multi-attack? The multi-attack. I'm okay. going to start with the claws, though. That's okay. what I mean. Go ahead. Go ahead and roll. I got a 19. 19 is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. That's a d4 twice plus 2, right? Yep. Okay. That is nine. Nine points, points of damage. Of slashing damage. Okay. And go ahead and roll for your bite. Nope. I got two. Yeah. Two plus three is a five. That is not a hit. Okay. Will that end your turn? I'll end my turn. Okay. Vice, you're up use my bonus action to move the other light within the socket of the tree. Okay. Uh, now all four lights, <laughs> two in each eye. Okay. Uh, and Vice is gonna go, uh, I, I can't really do anything, but you guys are doing great. And that'll end my turn. Alright. Shen, you're up, and you are now technically flanking. Hey. I am going to use my rapier and just start jabbing into the bark. Go for it. Roll with advantage. 13. 13 just hits. And D6. D8. And that is 7 piercing and uh, 5 from the sneak attack. So, so 12, 12 points of damage. Yep. Okay. Anything else for your turn? Uh, are there any, uh, how, what's, how low is the lowest limb? 
the lowest limb would be its jagged leg looking root structure. Okay, so not that not there's no like a uh, way to get up into the tr up into the, the tree. Thing. There there would be if you attempted to climb it, but there are no branches that you could feasibly like jump and land on. Okay, nothing within 10 feet then. Like I said, unless you wanted to climb it like you're scaling the side of a cliff. You know what? I think I will. Okay, go ahead and roll me an acrobatics or athletics check. Uh, acrobatics. Uh, 11. 11. I will say that's good enough to be able to get you up onto the limb with a good enough grip. Like you found a few smaller root structures that you can grab a hold on. Okay. And I think that should uh, end my turn. All right, Moss, you're up. I want to know how I roll a 17 and go next to last in the turn order. This is bullshit. <laughs> hey, All right. At least you're not key. True. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to bite him and then bash him. Okay. Twenty-three to hit for the bite. Twenty-three is a hit. Damn it. Uh, twenty-four. And then twenty-five to hit for the second one. All right, both are a hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, thirteen total. Thirteen total. Yep. This thing is not looking good. Leaves and twigs are beginning to fall out of its off of its body and land into the surrounding waters and tall grasses. Alrighty. That will be Yeah, that'll be my turn. Okay. Orthos, you're you are prone, as was your choice. Right. So, um, Stand up, because I feel like this is can see me. Okay. Then I'll just say, oh, gosh, I hope the Lottie are better than me at this. And uh, accidentally, sort of, because it's just sort of magical thing in me I don't understand yet. Uh, bless happens to, uh, to the three of you. Go ahead and roll your d20. It was a 14, yes. Okay. So, Celine, uh, Shatten, and Moss all get blessed. Okay. Nice. Then I'm going to point at it and just go, because I really don't know what the fuck this thing is. And True uh, Strike will... Yes. Hey. That'll tell me weaknesses and give me advantage on the next roll. You cannot use both. Oh, shoot. Okay. Never mind. Both, bless, both bless and true strike are actions. So you cannot use both in the same turn. Okay. Uh... And I'll just move five feet this way and stay standing this time. 
Okay. I attack or uh, no? No, that was about that was an action already. Yes, bless was your action. Okay. That'll end your turn. Yes. All right, leaving the tree creature. Uh, it is very stupid and going to go for the one that keeps dealing the the high damage. So moss for a 16 to hit. Nope. All right. The branches scrape across your shell, doing absolutely nothing. Bring us to the top of the round. Celine. So I'm going to do... I'm going to do another multi-attack. Go for it. Roll to attack. Nope, I got a three. Okay. <clears throat> and roll again for the other weapon. Whether you use your claws or bite, you're attacking with the other one. 18. 18 is a hit. And what are you attacking with on the second strike? Your bite or your claws? I am going to do... I'm going to do claws. All right. Don't even roll. Your minimum damage is enough. Please describe for us how you take down this giant living moving tree. So I am going to drag my dagger-like claws across the tree bark and just watch it completely bark flying everywhere until it's basically into nothingness. Damn. So as Celine's giant bear paw swipes at the limb of this tree, shattering it, the tree begins to fall. Shatten, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as you are holding on to this tree as it falls. Okay. Use this. I rolled a hold on. Six uh twenty-six. Twenty-six is more than enough. You manage to jump off. As the tree collapses. You guys hear a thunderous roar of wood and leaves and branches smashing into the ground and into the waters around. Waves of poisonous water just spraying everywhere. And during this calamity of noise, you hear a louder splash about 30 to 40 feet to the north of you, sending large ripples in the water significantly further away from the tree. Alright, let's get a move on then, hi? Doesn't seem like that's something good down there. Mm, yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. So... Celine, it is still your turn within the turn order. While you have used your action to attack and kill the tree, you still have movement and a bonus action for the remainder of your turn whatever you would like to do uh, for the remainder of your turn as we are maintaining turn order for organizational sake. You said 30 feet? Uh, the bear has a different movement. I believe your movement is 40 right now. Well, yeah, it's 40. i just trying to figure out what direction was it again. I put a marker on the field to show you exactly where it splashed down. All the way up here to the north. 
Oh, okay. And yeah, you have 40 feet of movement. So I'm going to use my full movement and go investigate that noise. Okay. That leaves me right there. Okay. As you move through the waters, I need you to roll another constitution saving throw. And remember, in your bear form, it's a d20 plus 2. I got 11. 11 is just enough. From where you stand, I'd like you to roll a perception check. And that will use your normal stats. So whatever's on your Celine character sheet for perception. I got 21. 21. From where you stand, you see the ripples of the water emanating out from a center point where this object landed. And between the ripples, with your keen bear senses, you can see just beneath the surface of the water the outline of a body. Will that be the end of your turn? I can't talk, can I? No, no, but you could growl. You'd be like, oh. <laughs> That's my impersonation of a bear, by the way. So I'm going to kind of turn my head and kind of just growl a little bit to try to get the party's attention. Yeah. Vice? And that'll be the end of my turn. Perfect. Vice, you're up. Uh, do, do any of you happen to speak bear? Because... I think it's trying to communicate with us. Oh, yeah, I, I, I picked up Bear last week. <laughs> oh, good. Your sarcasm is wonderfully helpful. And I only um, know that it, the necessities. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <the> necessities? Fucking <laughs> 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 hell, Joseph. <laughs> uh, with... <laughs> With my bonus action, I'm going to drop the lights all back to about a foot above the ground and scatter them across the walkway. And I believe I only have them for one more turn anyway. How long do they last? Uh, one minute. So ten turns? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should be it, pushing the edge of that. Yeah. Um, right. And with my action, I'm going to recast Dancing Lights just to keep them up. Fair enough. <laughs> that works for me. Anything else for your turn? And 15, 20. As I approach this tree, can I just like quickly glance up to make sure that there's no more bloodsuckers coming out of there? <laughs> sure, roll a perception check. Oh man. Oh, yikes. I rolled a natural 20. Damn, I don't know if that's going to be enough. So as you look up into this tree, you see the leaves gently listing in the wind. Wisps of fog going in between, and you don't see... You're, you're looking for disturbances in the fog as it passes through the branches, and you can't see a single one. And we'll move five more feet towards water, and I'll end my turn. Okay. Shatten. Standing amongst the debris of a fallen tree man. Okay. I'm going to 
Let's see here. Move up next to the bear. Do you see something? Uh, can I get an idea of where she's pointing at, or? Celine, are you are you trying to indicate a particular direction? If you're speaking, you're muted. My bad. Um, yes, I'm trying to nod my head toward the ripples. Okay. Why well, see the the body in question? Go ahead and roll perception. I rolled a nat one, so that would bring me up to. Shows away. I can cycle that. Eight. Don't You're forget having... the, the bless. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. You, you were blessed, so you have a plus D four. Celine, I forgot to mention that the bless spell gives you a D four on top of all your skill checks. Oh. Didn't mention it because you were definitely passing with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With a freaking twenty-two, there was no way you were going to fail. So, and that <laughs> brings me up to a nine. You're having some difficulty seeing over the, seeing over and through the reeds right now, and you're not able to see what she seems to be indicating. I get a, I wince a little bit. My head hurts. Uh, trying to peer into the water. Oh uh, wait. Uh, and someone else come over here and take a look at this. And I think I'm going to end my turn. All right. Moss. Yeah, I'm coming. I will use the dash action. Get to there. Go ahead and roll me a con save. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah, even with a D4, I'm not passing. Natural one. Yeah, you take one point of poison damage. Okay. <clears throat> and... Oh, what are we looking for? Are you going to look around in the uh, general direction that they seem to be indicating? Yeah. Go ahead and roll perception. Uh, 25. Holy motherfucker. The ripples at this point have begun to, to settle. And as you're looking in the general direction that Shatten is pointing and the exact direction that Celine is pointing, you can see you're beginning to see the outline of a body about a foot and a half to two feet below the surface of the water. Uh, can I make out like what type of body? Just humanoid or? It just seems humanoid. Okay. Got a body over there. Uh, I'll end my turn there. Okay. Quarthus, you are up. All right. Uh, so I just looked up Bless, by the way. Uh, it's only for saving throws and attack rolls. Um, so I don't think oh, right, checks cause, count. Right, because Guidance does checks. Yeah. Hey, it's still in all. Yeah, didn't help with anything. In that and case, 22. <laughs> still doesn't affect your check. <laughs> but thank you for looking that up. I, I thought I saw that before, and I was like, oh, I just want to double check. Yeah. Um, also, can I use dash also, or...? Yeah, and as a rogue, you can use it as your bonus action. 
Sweet. So I'm going to move up to them. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And bonus action dash. 5, 10, 15, 20. Save her. I probably heard them saying that there was a body, right? Uh, Yeah, you would have been able to hear them. At, at least you would have heard Moss. Celine is speaking bear, which yeah. I don't think you understand. Shatton couldn't see anything, but Moss in his deep and carrying voice definitely spoke about a body. All right. Um, oh, somebody says a body. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I'm just going to go right onto it. Like, go over and check. Actually, I'm just going to go here five feet away from it and get a little bit of a closer look, see what happens. As soon as you step into the water, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. That was a six. Okay, you take one point of poison damage and you need to roll a constant concentration check for your blessed spell. Let's see if this type is better. Natural 20, there we go. Natural 20, your bless maintains... From where you stand, I'd like you to roll an investigation check as you are standing right in front of this body. It's only about two feet under the water. You are standing in about two feet of water, slowly sinking into the muck, but you are looking down directly at a body under the water. Um, natural 19. Natural 19. You can tell that this is the long decayed body of a young elf. <clears throat> severely damaged by overgrowth and poison within these waters it appears to be laying with its arms crossed across its chest and in its in its grasp appears to be an object that you're not entirely sure what it is but it looks plant-like Um, oh, it doesn't seem like you're going to need this anymore. Rest in peace there, bud. I'm going to grab the object. Just say, oh, I found something. I'm going to eliminate the turn order right now. Are any of you, your characters, familiar with botany? Wouldn't my character be? Your character most likely would be. I was, yeah, that makes you're, sense. You're a bear right now, so... Uh, <laughs> I will give this to you. However, you may have some difficulty... Uh, you, you may have some difficulty um, explaining it. But Forthus appears to be holding the branch of a cactus in his hand. Carefully. Carefully, yes. <laughs> hey, none of you know what this is. DM, I'm going to send you something that I'm doing. It, it doesn't look like anything from around here. Uh, well, I want to take a look around to see if I can see another cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and build perception. Uh, dirty 20. Uh, you don't see anything even closely resembling the plant that this would have come off of. 
Yeah, de I'm... definitely not from around here. How much longer do I have of being a bear right now? Um, about 59 and a half, 58 and a half minutes. Okay. Um... Did she, like, get out of the wild shape form? Yeah, she can use a bonus action to dismiss it <clears throat> and turn back into her normal form. But why would you? You spend your whole life as a bear. Fair. I'm going to start dragging the body out, by the way, and going on to the land. Okay. Vice is going to move his lights over this, like, channel here really quick and make sure that he doesn't see anything in the water. Okay. Before dropping back about 15 feet and then using his action to dash sprinting at full force towards the edge of the water and trying to jump across it okay uh what is your strength modifier your strength Ten. score 10 Ten. Ten. Yep. <clears throat> that is a 10 foot gap you know what just roll me a d20 we're gonna slap 50 50 odds on this nat 20 <laughs> Perfect. Hey. You just land on the shore, just barely missing the edge of the waterline. And Ooh. your foot sinks into the muck about three inches. Oh. That was enough excitement for one day. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, look up. Where did it drop from? The air. Most things that are in the air eventually hit the ground. Sometimes it lands in water. Uh, so, what dropped it? Gravity. The lack, of a, the lack of a feather fall spell. Do I see anything up in the air? Go ahead and roll perception. See, Moss, I have sarcasm too. Uh, 18. You see nothing more than mist and <clears throat> veiled sunlight. Do you think it's uh, possible that it was some like in the top of the tree and when it fell, it like whipped it? Could be. Can I approach the body and inspect it for how decayed it is? Sure. Roll a medicine check. Ooh, good times had to end. That's an eight. You're not entirely sure. Well, it, it appears uh, to have been aged fairly well, but you you don't know how long this person has been dead. It looks like the water must have decayed the body. I'm not sure how much it's decayed the body, but it's definitely eaten away at it. Can I check it for any signs of uh, any sort of, or like check it, check the body in general, like any sort of markings or anything on it? What specifically are you looking for? Uh, like it was part of a group, or the person was part of a group, or anything? Identifying marks. Okay, roll investigation. Um, while he's doing that, mm -hmm. I'm gonna kind of look at the plant. And kind of growl to kind of talk. <laughs> okay. Rub it up. Uh, I rolled a nine. Uh, you can't find any identifying marks on this person. I'm, I'm going to turn to 
Celine's bear form. I'm just gonna. Uh, could you try like writing it on the ground with your claw? Can I do that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Your okay. intelligence is your intelligence is still there. That's the beauty of Wild Shape. All of your mental capabilities are still there. You just can't speak because you're an animal. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna kind of start writing with my claws in the dirt a little bit, trying okay. to explain what I'm saying. Okay. And what are you trying to say? Uh, what kind of plant it is? Possibly. Like, like, presume you, like, write the word cactus in the sand. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck's a cactus? Is it edible? I, I'm Any, gonna... Anything's edible with the right determination. Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. That's true. <laughs> uh, Moss would also like to look at the clothing it's wearing. Okay. And see if he can tell, like, how how old the clothing is or how worn out and whatnot the clothing is. Uh, you can roll investigation if you'd like. Okay. Uh, natural 20, so investigation is a 20. The clothing is very simple. Uh, a simple brown cloak, brown tunic, seems to have been eaten away at. Uh, from what you can tell, various insects and whatnot have had their, had their fun with these linens. Um, it is severely stained with mud and whatever chemicals are in these waters. Problem is, it's a little bit too generic to try to figure out when it was from. Um, and there are absolutely no identifying marks on it. No badges, no specialized stitching. Would I be it's, able... It's, it's like someone's just wearing a sheet. Yeah. Would I be able to kind of roughly tell how long, basically, the clothing's been eaten at? So, like, how long he's been here? You would actually having grown up and living around living around swamps and with that natural 20 you know that swamps have an unusual effect bodies that are buried in the in the in the muck below the water of a swamp tend to be unnaturally preserved but it is still you're still able to determine how long something has been buried there um and you estimate that this person has probably been dead for well over 20 years. Yeah, this guy's been dead a long time. Amazingly like, preserved, but very dead. Like how long? I'd how long is a long time? Give or take about 20 years. And the bloke fell out of the sky. Apparently. Or maybe something got, when the tree fell, something got rustled and he popped up from beneath. I don't know. I am going to walk into the water to where this body was. So I need to roll a con save. Yes, you do. 
Um, Constitution 13. That's enough. You're unaffected. I want to try digging around the area. Okay. Go ahead and roll an investigation. nothing so 13 uh, you find a bunch of tadpoles and water bugs twigs rotted leaves the standard swamp muck but there's really no indication as to where this body came from with the exception of the uh, crevice from which it has been pulled you know there's a nice dip in the muck where the body was resting okay I'm going to take a look around to see if there's, like, any way out of the swamp that we could possibly either find a safe place to rest or just to get out of here. Hey, go ahead and roll perception or survival. I'm going to say roll it with, if you choose perception, I would say roll with advantage. And I'll tell you why after. What's advantage again? Roll the d20 twice and take the higher number. Oh, that's right. Okay. That actually works. So I got a 22. Good golly damn. Your keen smell in your bear form picks up a very strange smell coming off of the cactus branch. The surrounding air in this swamp has a very musty methane smell to it that's very sharp. And yet when you are standing near that cactus branch, the air is very dry, lacking smell, almost earthy in its scent. It's almost as if this cactus branch is giving off an aura. I'm going to. I'm going to investigate the cactus plant then. Uh, roll nature check. Mm, I got a 23. What the fuck? Are you rolling like a D100? <laughs> <clears throat> As you're looking at this cactus branch. Looking it up and down, sniffing at it, whatnot. It's you know, it's in Forthus's hands. Forthus, you may be getting a little nervous at this bear shoving its face in your torso. <laughs> Celine, as you're looking it up and down, you notice water at the at the base of the branch where it seemingly had been broken off of its original host plant. There seems to be fluid moving. It looks as it's it's almost as if you were looking at this branch at a cross section while it's still attached to its original plant. This branch is living and moving as if it were if it, if it as if it had never been removed from its parent plant. I'm going to um not really growl, but like kind of, kind of like clearing my throat a little bit, trying to get everyone's attention to see if they notice this as well. Vice, what have you been doing this whole time? 
popping balloons. <laughs> That's what you do with cacti. Vice doesn't have any balloons. <laughs> Vice has been scanning the perimeter, making sure that nothing else is coming for them. Okay. At the moment, you don't see anything approaching you. If anything, it's almost as if the insects in the area are avoiding in a space within 10 feet of this cactus branch. I'm going to try and follow Celine's directions and see what she's looking at. <clears throat> All right. So you kind of follow her eyes, follow her snout, and you look at the base of the plant, and you see the same thing that I described to her. There seems to be water flowing in and out of this cactus branch right at the break point as if it had never been detached from its original plant. I move it around. Does it look like it's like almost like a compass? Doesn't Water. seem to be doesn't seem to be affected in any way. This is kind of strange. Uh swamp is also we should try and find a way out. I mean, yeah, but what's kind of strange? Cactus with the the water thing, and I just show it to him. Well, that doesn't seem natural. <clears throat> um, can I see if there's any magical aura coming off of it? Uh, you can roll an Arcana check if you'd like. I will do that. Uh, four. You can't pick up on anything. Celine, I saw you uh, sniffing at it before. You go to trail? Can I pick up a trail on it? Uh, like you, on... Sn you sniff around in your immediate area and you can't pick up anything that even closely resembles the smell of this plant. Alright, so I'm going to turn back to him and kind of shake my head. Shatton, what are you doing? I'm just uh, just watching everyone else uh, looking at this plant um, and looking around, just seeing, uh, make well, pretty much making certain that nothing's sneaking up on us. Okay. From where you stand, the you guys are used to being surrounded by insects since you've been here. And for some reason, within a 10-foot radius around Forthus, the bugs are not coming closer. I huddle up. Seems magic in helping us out. Can I do something kind of... I don't know, might be stupid. Sure. Can I try tasting the water that's coming out of the cactus? Yeah. You, you want to taste the cactus water? Sure, why not? It's the quenchiest. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> uh, it tastes... You, you go ahead and lick it, and it tastes like water. Okay. Oh, Vice, what are you up to? Uh, Vice is probably going to move a little bit closer, hearing that the bugs are staying away. 
The Stop. instant that you do get within 10 feet of the cactus, the mist around you begins to swirl and grow thicker and thicker and thicker until eventually you can no longer see the swamp around you. As the mist fades, you guys find yourself back in the field of trials on the opposite side of the swamp. You know me. I don't do what the DM asks, because nine times out of ten when the DM is Robin, it's a fucking trap. Yeah. Nine times out of ten it is. Boys, what the fuck did you just do? I have no idea what you mean. Well, you, like, walked up to us and then this happened. No idea what you mean. Time for go to go for a little ride, hi? Do you all find yourselves on the opposite side of the swamp? Uh, Moss is going to take a look around at any everybody and see if anybody looks worse for wear, like could use some healing. Vice looks like he has a few bangs and bruises. Mostly a puncture wound in the back of his neck. Okay. Lay on hands, right? Yep, lay on hands. Uh, we have ten points, so, like, I'll give you three of them. Something. Nearly tops me off. Oh, on the back of Vice's neck, as you pump healing magics into him, you notice, or you can see the wounds starting to close or close up. Um, and by the time you let off, there's just a small, a small wound with a light bruise around it. No more than what would happen if you got poked with a dagger. Not stabbed, but poked with. I guess we guess we just keep moving. Do we still have the cactus plant? Fourth, as you look down in your hands and you are still holding the cactus branch. Hey, we do. May may I have that? Um, give it to him. I'm going to stick it in my backpack. You may add one small cactus branch to your inventory. Oh, I'm going to use my... How much does it weigh? Keen smell. It's about eight ounces. Okay. So you're gonna try to sniff around? Yeah. Go ahead and roll perception with advantage. I got a 25. With a 25, all you can smell is earth and rock around you. You can't even smell the swamp behind you as if it was never there. Okay. So I'm gonna start going forward. Okay. You guys start trekking forward across broken earth and rocks. Giant boulders stand in front of you as you look around. Down massive cliffs. You can see just to your south appears to be a large desert wasteland. I see any cactuses over there. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll perception. This area is all dark to me, as it's supposed to be. 
17. Uh, from where you stand, you can see the tiniest little images of cacti down there. Boy, it looks like that thing. By moving around, Vice, you should have vision. You don't have dark vision, so you're only going to see so far. Yeah, like, I'm I'm standing on the edge of what I can see. Like, I cannot see this tile here. And the next tile I can see in clear is here. I'm moving past it. And now I'm in darkness. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I can see myself in the darkness, but I just see darkness. There's, like, a shadow wall casting here. And then... This area is black. You still black? Yep. How about now? Uh, I'm assuming I'm south of a cliff. You are <laughs> south of a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, there are glitches in the lighting. Fuck you, dark vision! Can I see a way... Like down the cliff, like a pathway or something going down that way safely. From your current vantage point, you can see a path that goes around the cliff to your okay. east. Okay. So I will kind of make a noise and start heading that way towards the path. And you have Follow the bear. Follow yeah, can you have me follow Celine? Because I, I have no idea where she is anymore. I'll, I'll just follow in her footsteps. Okay. <laughs> is that this way? Or is it the other way? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to make tracks around this darkness. You have to move for me to know which way you're talking about. Okay, well, I'm right here. Yes. <laughs> so I'm trying Your to, like... path... Okay, that, okay, that's the way I was heading, but there was, like, blackness around me, so I couldn't tell exactly. I couldn't yeah. see anything that way. Those of you with dark vision, such as you, should be able to see no matter what, but for some reason there are glitches in the lighting that prevent anybody from seeing. Okay, so, alright. So... I see the bear. There we go. Is everybody following Celine's lead? Yes. So, you're gonna ride on the back of Celine? Orthus, oh, you're standing back. on a cliff. I'm trying to move, it's not letting me move very well. You have to I move around move, it. I will move for you. Thank you. Yeah, you can't move through cliffs, it's designed so that you cannot move through cliffs. Stop moving your token. Did stop? Just glitch you here right now. Yeah, it's because you're running a Chromebook and this is a massive map. There. All right. From where you guys stand, you are still overlooking a cliff into the desert land below you. However, in front of you is a large rock. And I would like anyone who wants to, to roll a perception check. Well. Wow. There's no fucking way I'm re-rolling that. I'm not accepting a third nat 20 in in two hours. Now that's perception on the bear, right? Yep. 
I'll take a I'll take a eighteen. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. Nineteen. Four. Okay. Four. Four. Yeah. Wow. And Celine, are you using your sense of smell? Yes. All right. Roll with advantage. The D twenty rolled and then hit a D twelve and stopped on twenty, and I was like, mm, "No thanks." And that's why you don't leave. Oh yes. I got a dirty twenty. All right, and that's why you don't leave other dice in your tray. It's a big tray. I don't care. All right, anybody who rolled over a 15, you can see the remnants of what appears to be the camp from somebody else. Celine, your sense of smell is picking up on the distinct scent of wood, long-aged and dried. I'm... Can I go over to investigate? Okay. Same. I'll follow. Hey, Celine. When you're a bear, what would you like me to call you? <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of look at you and kind of snuff a little bit. What does that sound like? Ah, uh, I can't make the noise of a bear. If I made the noise, it would sound nothing like a bear. <laughs> I'll call you Snuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just need to know for my immersion. <laughs> you guys are now standing among the remnants of an abandoned camp. All you can see left are the poles from collapsed tents and a handful of crates, some crushed, some left open, and one still sealed. I'm going to go over to the crate that's sealed and kind of uh, flash my claws at it. Uh, see yeah, if I can open uh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> Roll to attack. That's, that's what Vice says as he sees the bear approach the crate and then go to swing at it. <laughs> I got a 10. Alright, you hit the crate, and all it does is roll. With that a couple crate. of loud thuds. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I want to take yeah. a look into some of the smash crates. See if there's anything in them. Okay, roll investigation. It sounded like something was rolling around in the crate when she knocked it over. You can roll perception. Uh, 17. Uh, you find one basic health potion buried underneath the hay in one of the crushed crates. Okay. The nine. Uh, you couldn't really hear much over the clatter of the wood. You know, Snuff, there's a... There's a reason that crate's sealed, I'm sure. We probably shouldn't just go batting it across the floor. You're not a cat with a ball of yarn. Screw that noise. Be a bear cat. <laughs> you hear the low chortle of what you assume is a bear chuckling. Guess I'll go over to the crate that isn't opened. Okay. Does it look like all the other crates? Yeah, it looks like all the other ones. 
Is it like locked or just like nailed shut? Just nailed shut. All right. I'm going to try and pry it open. Okay. You have absolutely no problem doing this. You wedge your claws under there. You pull it apart and then you open it up. You see the standard hay filling. I'm just going to kind of look at him and Hoff. <laughs> uh, well, jealous I couldn't do that. <laughs> guess I'll see what's in the crate. Go ahead and roll investigation. Two. You don't find anything. Oof. Can I check it? Roll investigation. A little better. Um, 14. You find one potion of a swirling red mixture with little gray wisps in it. Alright. Do I know what it is? You can roll Arcana if you'd like to identify it. That was a... With Arcana... 10. You're not entirely sure what this does. Alright. He's standing right does... next to me, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, presumably. Can I take a look at it too? Go ahead and roll Arcana. While he's doing that, um, is there any bodies or any, like, thing telling me that there had been people here? Uh, you sniff around and you pick up on the faintest traces, but to your to your knowledge and your senses, you assume these people have left a long time ago. Okay. Eleven. You can't identify what this potion is. You'd both notice that it is distinctly different from the health potions you found before. Mm. But you don't know what it does. I'm gonna hop off of uh, Celine. I'm gonna investigate the, uh, the 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 collapsed tents. See if anything's been left behind. Go ahead and roll investigation. Uh, let's see here. Investigation. That would be a dirty twenty. You find tattered canvas. Aside from the crates, there is nothing else here. So I'm just gonna take the crate, tip it on its side, and just pull everything out of it. <laughs> Alright. I want you to roll a dexterity check as you're doing this. Okay. Just flat decks. A 16. As you're doing this, one of your claws catches against something hard. And you manage to catch yourself before you shatter it. And you find another basic health potion. Cool. And you are now confident that this crate is empty. I'm going to do that to all the other crates, too. <laughs> Go right ahead. You find <laughs> nothing. I figured as much, but... However, you have now made a nice, comfortable field of hay. Nice. About ten feet wide. Nice. 
I'm going to scoop up as much of it as I can. Okay. You have a couple armfuls of dry hay. I'll, I'll shove them in my pack. You can't shove two armfuls of hay in your pack. I'll shove as much as I can in my pack. You have two handfuls of hay in your pack. Cool. Is this I'm pack gonna... now full? <laughs> At this point, I'm wondering. Probably. This, this ain't no bag of holdings. And your, your, your bedroll is going to be scratchy. I know you don't use it, but it's going to be scratchy. So... That's fine. He's shoving the rest of it in his shell. Yeah. Insulation, you know, against those mm. cold nights. In the desert. Yep. I'm going to I'm gonna take a look around and make sure that there's no danger near us before I start kind of pushing any remnants of the hay into, like, small separate piles and then going to one and kind of collapsing in it. Okay. You look around, you don't see any immediate threats. The land you are staring, standing in is actually fairly barren. There's a stone ceiling above you. Lights being emanated from the various fields, but you don't you don't see anything. You don't hear anything. There's no wind. This this place is fairly desolate. So I'll be taking the first watch. How long have we been in here? Is that a question for the DM? Yeah, sorry. Uh, at this point, probably three or four hours. Oh, yeah, so we can't take a long rest yet anyway. But if you wanted. It's a sleepy bear. I figured this is as good a time as any to rest and heal up and everything before we get into more danger. That's pretty much what I was thinking. That's very meta of you. How would you like to uh, communicate <laughs> that as a bear? <laughs> I can't. That's why I kind of made this small little hay piles to make like makeshift beds for everybody. <laughs> okay. No, that's a fair communication. You know, your your bear pet has to start has decided yeah. to start making everybody beds. So, uh, this is just a question for the DM too. Yeah. I know standard rules say you can only take one long rest every twenty four hours. Are we playing by those or? I'm playing by when you guys want to take a long rest, you take a long rest. Cool. If you, take, if you guys decide to take a long rest, you would assume, based on how you feel, that it is currently about midday. If you guys wanted to take a long rest, go for it. However, you'd be picking your day back up. Well, honestly, it depends on how long you feel like resting for. Yep. You know, you, you want to take a nap at noon and spend the rest of the day doing absolutely nothing. That's on you guys. However, there is no discernible sun to tell you what time of day it is here. Gotcha. Do we really need a long rest? Take a quick nap. Mm. A short rest. Yeah, quick take breather. a quick nap. I'm not tired enough to need a of like a full night's rest. Yeah, short rest works for me. How long is a short rest? Short rest is one hour minimum. Okay. You guys like to do that? Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Everybody can take a short rest, recover what you recover during a short rest. Um, 
use any hit die if you'd like to recover. Celine, about halfway through, your wild shape ends, and you revert back to your drow form. Okay. Um, do I get my... Am I healed? Uh, if you If you roll hit die. During a short rest, you have to choose to heal by spending hit die. Which one is that? That's a d20, right? No, your hit die, I believe, is d8. It would say just under your hit point slot on your character sheet. Yeah, do I get a spell slot back for a short rest? Uh, not with your subclass. Okay. Yeah, it's a d8. And I believe you have two per day. No, I'll just stay where I'm at then. Okay. So I can use a hit die during a short rest to get some health back then. You can. I'll do that. You can use as many hit die as you'd like. However, when you take a long rest, you only recover half of the hit die spent. I'm just going to use one. Okay. And I get a six back, which brings me to full health. Perfect. I also yep. expended a hit die and regenerated one, so I didn't even roll. Nice. I spent one and got seven back. Well, look at you go. Uh, Celine, you recover your spent wild shape during this uh, short rest. So oh, you're so back, I... you're back okay. up to two wild shapes. Okay. Is there anything you guys would like to do during this short rest, or would you like to proceed? Um, I like to look ahead um, into the desert. Any, do I see any movement? or? You can't see much beyond shifting sands. From your current vantage point, you can see some of the older cacti standing very tall. It's hard to tell how old they are, but some of them are pretty large, and you see... I, I didn't include them on this map, but you see the tall stone structures. They don't look artificial, but there are they're very tall stones jutting up from the earth in this desert. Boy, Vice, take that cactus out and see what it's up to. Uh, Vice will reach into a cactus and toss it over to you. He's writing in his journal at the moment. I need both of you to roll deck saves. Hmm. Seventeen. Um, 22. You both managed to do this without stabbing yourself with the needles of the cactus. Vice doesn't even look at you when he reaches in his pack and throws it. <laughs> <laughs> doing anything special? It's in there like it was in the swamp. Okay. Put it in my bag then. Now that I'm back to my uh, form again, I'm actually, before you put it in your bag, I'm going to go over, can I do an arcana check on it to see if there's any magic? You want to check for a magical aura? Yeah. Sure, roll arcana. I got a 12. Uh, you're not picking up any magical essence from this uh, cactus branch. Okay. So I'm going to start walking. I'm going to kind of look at my party and then I'm going to kind of start walking towards the path again. 
not you're not gonna say anything to your party? Well I'm not going too far. I was working on that. Um We probably should press on. Perhaps we should go in the desert and see if we can't identify this type of cactus. See what maybe figure out how it got to be in the swamp in the first place. I agree. Yeah, we should probably get going. So when are we actually going to be doing their trial or test or whatever this is? I believe this is it. I was actually just going to ask if you're meditating or, or if your character is saying that. that. That was my character. Oh. <clears throat> I believe this is the test. I believe this whole adventure that we're on right now is the test. Oh. I'm going to walk over to Vice and kind of curiously look at him as he's writing. Uh, sensing your presence, he looks up and goes, can I help you with something? No, I was just curious what you were writing, but I think we probably should keep pressing on. Oh, um, okay. And he's going to snap his book, his journal shut, uh, realizing that he didn't let the ink dry, like, at all. Oh. And just puts it in his bag and gets up and keeps walking with you guys. Does everybody follow suit? Yep. Okay. And I'm going to group you all. Nobody touch your tokens. You all prepare walk around. Pre prepare to die. You all prepare walk to around. Be and you are <laughs> yoked by the DM. As you follow the path around the plateau on which you stood, you find yourselves at the mouth of a giant, of a long distant desert, sands whipping up from the winds, it's just ominous and coarse. Would anybody like to be the first to step into the desert? I'll go. Moss steps forward and vanishes into the whirling sands. I will go next. Followed by Celine as she vanishes. I'll follow suit. I'll follow along after. Shatten goes in and Vice, are you following? Uh, Vice is going to pull his journal out of his backpack and open up to the page that he was writing on. Okay. Does the ink look like it's smudged? Um, it doesn't appear smudged. However, you do see it faintly imprinted on the backside of the page that preceded it. He's going to blow on the page that he was writing on just to help dry the ink a little bit and then close it back up again and put it in his backpack and walk into the sand. All right. You all vanish into the sands of the desert. And as you guys stand here at the entrance of the desert, before you lies a vast wasteland of sand, cacti and stone. 
Nothing but the gentle sounds of wind and rock against rock. And we are going to take our break. And welcome back. Folks, you find yourself standing at the edge of a vast desert. The sun is high in the sky and pounding down on top of you. You can feel the heat. It is a stark contrast to the swamp and wastelands you have just come from. Before you, shifting sands, cacti, and pillars of stone. And you can't see much else as the sun weighs on your bodies and every one of you starts to feel sweat pooling on your skin. Maybe with the exception of Moss, who I presume doesn't actually have sweat glands. Probably not. Probably not. How would you like to proceed? What's this red thing behind us? That is a staircase. As you peer up the staircase, it seems to disappear into the sky as if it connects to nothing. Your presumption is that it stands as a reminder that you are still in the tower. Ah. Wait, no move to forward? Staircase. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to walk up the staircase? Yep. Okay. As you begin to climb the staircase, you get about five steps up and you keep stepping forward. And yet the ground beneath you never seems to fade or grow any more distant. You are not moving in space as you walk. Yeah. I'm going to watch and laugh because it looks kind of funny that he's like walking in place, basically upstairs. Well, basically, he's walking up a down escalator. He's walking up a down escalator. <laughs> so I'll get off the staircase. Into the fray? Yeah, I'm I going guess we to, just... Uh... Go ahead. I guess we just walk through here till something else attacks us. Seems the way of the challenges. Trials, sorry. So from where I'm standing, do I see anything that looks like it might be dangerous coming after us? From where you are standing, you see absolutely no motion, with the exception of the sand that moves in the wind. Seems safe. It's too hot out here. I will say that I have never experienced sand or direct sunlight like this before. Sure, any of us have. Vice, have you been in this environment? Vice wants to take take like a broader look at everything. Like taking a few steps forward, is there anything about this desert that stands out to him? Aside from the fact that you thought you were inside a, a relatively small tower, and you are now standing in a miles long desert. Yeah, is there anything about this desert? Fuck, dude, we were just in a tower and we were transported into a fucking cliff that overlooked several different, like, climates and biomes. Yeah. Magic. 
It's cool, isn't it? Hey, you know that guy more than us. <laughs> anyway, is there anything about this desert that seems off or stands out as interesting? From where you're standing? Nothing more than the fact that you've never been in a climate like this before. Okay. I'm going to turn to Vice and I'm going to ask him how well do you know Northam? Like, are you sure we can trust him considering the trial he's putting us through right now? With no exaggeration, I trust Northam with my life. So yes, I absolutely trust him. I absolutely trust that this is dangerous. However, I I don't think he sent us to our deaths, if that's what you're asking. Not necessarily, at least. Alright. If it wasn't for Master Northam, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. For all I know, I might be dead by now. Um, did he perhaps give you any clues on how to get through this trial before we showed up? Anything that might help us get through this? As far as I can remember, he has never even mentioned that this was part of his tower. This was as big of a shock to me as it is to you currently. However, if there's one thing that I've learned spending as much time as I have with Master Northam is that nothing is too weird. There's definitely things that are quite bizarre, but nothing is unimaginable. All right. Well, perhaps we should press on then. You said that there's cactus and rocks all over the place. Yep. Are they casting any shadows? Yes and no. From where you see, the largest cacti appear to be casting a shadow directly beneath them. And as you look up, you realize the sun is at its peak. Perhaps we should start moving forward and see if we can't find some sort of shade or something to get out of the sun. I imagine the sun is not good for any of us to be in for a long period of time. Aline, as you say that, you begin to realize you're having a very hard time seeing. Your darkness-adjusted eyes are in pain as you look out across this desert wasteland. Alright. I'm gonna... I'm gonna drink some of the water from the cactus and see what happens. You go to reach for the cactus and it is no longer there. Uh, everyone? Cactus piece is gone. Cactus piece is gone. You're saying... You're panicking about it? I don't know what the hell is happening now. It's here, now it's not. And you cast magic? Hey. 
there's something this to happen. And something inherently magic disappearing is frightening to you. Well, when it happens to me, I don't expect it, yeah. Fair enough. Vice is gonna just keep walking forward. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go to the closest cactus I could find and kind of inspect it and see if it looked anything like the one we found in the swamp. Closest one would be here. So you'd have to move. Yeah. About 100 feet to your east, you find a low-lying cactus. It looks nothing like the branch that Tuarthus once held. Alright, I'm gonna... I'm gonna keep walking, but every single time we get close to a cactus, I'm gonna kind of look at it to see if I can't figure out what kind of cactus we had. The swamp, trying to decipher which one it may be. I'm going to have my ears fold forward to create sh uh, shade over my eyes. Okay. My, my head's up. Yeah, mine is too. All right. So if you guys have... So I, I presume if you have measures to help shield your eyes from the sun, you are taking them. All right. As you guys walk forward, the winds blow the sand at your ankles. The heat is becoming more and more oppressive. Celine, as you approach the next cactus, it appears to be the same as the one you had looked at prior. Okay. You are now standing in front of a four-foot-tall tumbleweed. the uh, cactus I'm standing in front of sort of look the same? It does, actually. Alright, look at this one. So as you all approach this cactus, it stands about 15 feet tall, with curved branches reaching up towards the sky, covered in spines with small flowers at the tips of each branch. And it looks strikingly similar to the branch you held and found in the swamp. No, considering our uh, track record with plants, step away. Pretty solid point. I'm gonna look up at the uh, giant rock. How tall does that thing seem to be? About 85 feet. Nice. Yeah. Some things are scaled. I'll walk around it and like see if there's, I don't know, like an entrance or something on it somewhere. You gonna walk around the stone pillar? Yep. Okay. Just Roll a perception it. check as you walk around. Sixteen. Can't seem to identify any entrances. It seems like a fairly solid mass of granite just jutting up from the earth. It looks fairly weathered from the wind and sand that have blown against it. Guess I'll just keep walking through the desert. I'm going to take a swipe at one of the branches with my rapier. Cut off a piece. 
with the rapier. Yep. A smooth-sided, pointed-tipped oh. sword. Then, then my dagger, then. <laughs> okay. From the uh, cactus you're standing in front of? Yep. The lowest-lying branch is eight feet up. I'll jump up and slice at it. Okay. Takes you a few tries. Jump up, slice, try to avoid the needles. Eventually, you manage to cut through one of these branches, and as it lands on the ground, you realize that it is about half of your body length, covered in needles. Ah, but is there water coming out of it? There appears to be a thick, sap-like liquid pouring out of it. Mm. Okay, I'll leave wow. it be catch up with the others. I'm going to continue to inspect the plants as we walk. Out of, like, pure curiosity and fascination. New plants, new... I know. Um, you, you absolutely see new plants, things you have never seen in person, but have been told stories. Moss, what is your passive perception? Uh, 14. You feel the earth beneath you begin to shift. Bursting up in front of you is a large insect-like creature standing two feet over your head with sharp clawed arms and a nasty looking set of jaws staring down at you. Uh, guys, I found something. This creature growls and I need everyone to roll initiative from where you stand. Vice, where are you? All the way down there. Yeah, everyone's stopping to look at plants and shit, and Vice is just walking to somewhere that he can see provide shade. Vice I'm appears like, to be the smart one in the group. Vice is like, I think better when my brain isn't melting. I mean, I would love to see shade too, but I imagine I don't see any considering... Uh, we we can see we can see eighty foot tall structures and that the with with roofs and that the yeah, sun is coming straight down. I'm not looking at those. I'm looking at plants because you know nature thing. That's, That's why nature. I'm like sixty feet ahead of you is because you keep stopping to look at a plant. <laughs> wow. Well, is druid okay? Yeah, druid. It's All a right. druid thing. Everybody ready? Yep. Yep. Okay. 25 to 20. 22. 21. 20. All right. 15 to 20. 16. 10 to 5. 5. And the NKG rolled a 9. So top of the turn order is Forthus. You are up. All right. Imagine uh, rolling a 21 and not being first. Yeah, Tell it sucks about not it. being Cax, huh? So I'm going to move there, and then I'm going to do bonus action dash. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, right behind it. Um, okay. And do I get a sneak attack there? Uh, you do not. There's no one within five feet of him. Oh, right. Um, I'm still going to take a swipe. Okay. Roll for attack. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. 17 is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. 
right. That is four points of damage. Okay. And then the is true strike a bonus action or an action? An action. Never mind. And you've already you've already burned your bonus action to dash. Oh right, forgotten. Sorry. So right. I guess I'll stand right here. Okay, Moss, you're up, staring down the gullet of a giant insect-like creature. I'll move ten feet to right there. Okay. And I will just. That's flanking. Yep. I will st just start swinging. I'll try and bite him first, and then bash him with my shield. All right. Alright, so the first, the bite is a 22 to, uh, 23 to hit. That's a hit. And the shield is a 21 to hit. Both are a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, God. Two ones for a total of 10 points of damage. All right. And that'll be my turn. All right. Shatten, you're up. Hey. Uh, I'm going to do a bonus action dash. Okay. An action dash and move and finish my movement to get right up to it. Is that possible? Are we mean, playing Mario Kart with the double dash? I don't see why it wouldn't be. Because you can use your action to dash, and the rogue allows for a cunning action, which allows you to use the dash action as a bonus action. So I don't see why it wouldn't be allowed. It just burns your entire turn. Well, gotta get close. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't see why not. In that case... Boom. Right up next to it. Okay. That's your entire turn. Vice, you're up. Firebolt. Are you within 120 feet? Yes, I am. 21 to hit. 21's a hit. Now that my dice aren't in the dice tray, I don't even know where to find them. Uh, three points of fire. Okay. Anything else for your turn? That'll end it. All right. Next up is the Ankeg. Feeling a little bit surrounded and seeing very small prey just to its left, it is going to turn on you, Shatten. Beep. All right. For a 15 to hit. It does not hit. Does not hit. Okay. That's actually going to end its turn. It doesn't want to move right now. Can't really. All right, that brings it to you, Celine. All right, I'm going to move. I fall thirty feet. Okay. When I so regarding reptiles, it's just water based. I can't change into right. Yeah, anything with a swim speed you wouldn't be able to. But I put those under water dwelling, so 
Okay. Um, your, your reptile list is all fair game. Can I wild shape into a snake? Uh, what kind? Poisonous or non? Poisonous. All right, you shape shift. Poisonous or venomous? Po yes. Problem is, it's venomous, but uh, D and D calls it poisonous. Yeah, D and D calls it only poisonous. There is no venomous. All right, you have wild shaped into a poisonous snake. We'll you are now, it. you are now itty bitty. As that shape is a tiny beast, which means you are only about three or four feet in length and super tiny. But you are now a small poisonous snake. Let's see, can I move another thirty feet? You have already expended your movement for this turn. Okay. Um. Unless no, yeah. Well, I mean, you could if you used your action to dash, but in your current, f yeah. Because it took All your right. bonus action to wild shape, you still have an action left, and if you wanted to, you could use your action to dash and move an additional thirty feet. I'll do the dash then. And I will say, looking at the character sheet, technically the poisonous snake has a swim speed, so you shouldn't be able to turn into it, but I'm going to ignore that because we're in a desert. Well, yeah, I figured the swim speed, I can't swim in sand, so. Yeah, we'll, we'll just ignore that little bit of stat block bullshit. And that will end my turn. Okay. Bringing us to the top of the round... Where those of you with a passive perception above 10 hear the rattling of a snake behind you and a shifting in the stone that Moss had circled earlier. DM, real quick, I had a question. Yeah. When I'm in Wild Ship, I can use my spell slots, right? Or no? No. Okay. I couldn't remember. All right. Not yet. Okay. I knew I could at some point, but I just couldn't remember when, so all right. So this small snake decides to move forward. Two, three, four, five, six, a little bit closer, bringing us to Forthus. Um, so I'm flanking. Does that count as a sneak attack? You are now flanking, so you roll with advantage, and yes, it triggers your sneak attack. All right. So. As would any creature within five feet of your target. But you get to roll with advantage because you're flanking. All right. So that was a 24 to hit. 24 is a hit. And... Uh, that was 10 points of piercing. Okay. And then... going to back up five feet in case anybody else wants to flank. You spend all of your movement to step back the five feet? Yes. Okay. Will that end your turn? Well. Moss, you're up. Alright. We'll start with a nice little bite for him. Okay, roll normally as Forthus has just eliminated your flank. Yep. Alright. Uh dirty twenty for the bite. Dirty twenty's a hit. 
And that's going to be 10 points of slashing, and then I'll... Yeah, the other guys are still a ways away. So yeah, I'll just <clears throat> bash it with my shield then. Go for it. Uh, that's going to be a... Got that right. 11 to hit. 11 does not hit, and I'm just going to double check. You're not adding your proficiency bonus to the shield strikes, are you? Oh, right. I'm not supposed to do that. Right. Because you're technically using your bonus action to do yep. that. I'm using my bonus action to do it. So, yeah, that's five to hit. Excuse me. Yeah. Still doesn't hit. Will that end your turn? Um, yep. Okay. Shatton, you're up. I'll move myself to it in advantage advantageous uh position okay you are now flanking and i am going to uh stab at it go ahead and stab with advantage and 15 15 is a hit okay that would be 12 uh, points of damage of piercing. Right. Are you piercing with your rapier or a dagger? My uh, rapier. So as you jam your rapier forward and pierce through one of the legs, it goes straight through the leg and into the abdomen, and this creature begins to collapse and lands on the ground dead. Would you like to do anything else with your turn? Uh, let's see here. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to finish my movement and uh, move up next to Moss. Okay. Will that be it? Yeah, yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Vice, you're up. You just watched the Ankeg collapse onto the ground into a heap of green blood and viscera. Selene has seemingly disappeared into the sands right before your very eyes. But you can see movement on the distant rock behind your party. I can't see the the snake, like, at all. Well, it's a tiny beast among shifting sands. You could try to roll a perception, but the DC's going to be insane to see it from your distance. I'm still going to send it. Okay. You said that I could hear it, because my passive's above 10. You could hear its rattle, yes. How insane of a DC are we talking? Are we talking... 17 will pass. You can just make out the outline of the snake heading, advancing towards Moss. Does it look like it's a large snake at all? No. You guys need to watch yourselves. Magic missile. Magic missile. Magic missile. All right. Without failure, you obliterate this snake. Moss, right behind you, you hear the magic missile impact the sand. You see a burst of sand and dirt rise from the ground, along with just blood and scales. And landing at your feet is the rattle of a rattlesnake. All right, anything else for your turn, Vice? Vice moves 30 feet closer to the party, and... That's where he seems to stop. Okay. The Ankeg no longer has a turn. Next up, the section of stone to your north seems to be shifting around. 
legs. And as it detaches from the rock, you see before you a strange serpentine creature with tentacles reaching out from its head and a large bird-like beak at the center lined with teeth and saliva. And it seems to be heading towards Shatten, but it can't quite reach it within this round. Celine, you are up. So I'm going to use 20 feet and move right up to it. And I am going to bite at it. Okay, go right ahead. Roll to attack. Uh, the, your poisonous snake has a plus five to hit, so it's a d20 plus five. I got 21. 21 is absolutely a hit. Uh, and that's a 2d4 poison damage. Oh, look at you. You already pulled up your uh, character sheet. Yep. Good to go. I need to roll a con save against the poison. Wow, natural 20, so I'm only going to take half. I got 5 poison damage. So I take 2, so 1 point of piercing and 2 points of poison. Okay. Anything else for this turn? Uh, no, that's all I'm going to do right now. Alright. Snake is dead. Bringing us back to the top of the round with Forthus. Alright. So what I'm going to do is move up to flanking to it. 5, 10, 15. Just 30 feet right here. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to take a swing at it. Go right ahead. Natural 20. Amazing. And uh, thanks to that, you got your sneak attack in, so that's double dice for everything. Okay. Um, so that's 23 points 23 of damage. Points of damage. Okay. As your blades begin to rip into this body, it feels like you're cutting against soft stone, and you feel as if you're not dealing as much damage as you're supposed to be. I'll just call out, blades don't work as well. Okay. Anything else for your turn? Uh, No, I'll stay there. Alright, Moss, you're up. Alright, I'm gonna move five feet here. And I'm gonna take a chomp at him. Uh, that'll be uh, 14 to hit. 14 just hits. Okie dokie. And that's gonna be 12 points of piercing damage. And I would like to grapple him. Uh, as you bite in, you feel like your beak is not piercing as far as you would like it to, or as far as you expected it to. All right, so we're going to do contested strength checks for the grapple. Yep. 22. You are now holding this strange creature in your beak, and it is unable to move. Cool. Anything else for your turn? Uh, that's my action and my bonus action, so nope. All right. 
Shatton, you're up. Um. Now, you said it was coming straight for me. Can I tell if it's intending to just attack or does it intend to eat me? When it was approaching you, it appeared to have intention to eat you. However, it is now being held in the beak of your large turtle friend and is thrashing around as it is unable to move. We're going to move up uh, up next to Moss. And I am going to uh, stab at it. Go right ahead. Roll to attack. Uh, 25. 25 is a hit. And I get my sneak attack too, correct? Yes. So that will be... 14 points of piercing. That is exactly what you needed. As this creature begins to bleed out and go limp in the beak of Moss's face. And that will end this current bout. Moss, you stand there with a large serpentine creature limp and bleeding out in your mouth. I'll spit it on the ground. You do notice to your left is a small snake. Celine, would you care to describe what your small poisonous snake looks like? He is dark gray with like purple and silver diamond designs kind of on her back. Does it look like it would be native to the desert? Do any of us know that? With 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 purple and gray? No, no, no. So she's she's a dark gray, almost black skin, and then she has like a silver, silverish, purplish, like diamonds down her back, kind of like that kind of design. Yeah. Alright, so there's another dead snake near me, right? Uh, thanks to that magic missile, there are pieces of a dead snake near you. Because we missed one! I think, I think Moss would know enough with the, seeing the bear that he probably wouldn't attack this snake. Roll an insight check. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm gonna roll the C. Insight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Six. You can't be certain where this snake came from. I'm gonna Sorry, Celine. <laughs> I'm gonna bite the snake. Go ahead and roll to attack. Uh, Sixteen. That is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Fucking yikes. Wait, if he bites me, isn't that poison damage? No. Oh. Uh, that's going to be 11 points of uh, piercing damage, and I'm going to attempt to grapple the snake. Okay. 
So here's what happens. You oh, reach God. down and you bite into this snake. The instant that you do, Celine, your snake form's HP are completely depleted as it only has two hit points. Oh, shit. The remaining seven, the remaining seven hit points are taken from your HP as you revert back into your drow form with your arm in Moss's mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> Please remove uh, seven hit points from your from your total. And I see this happening. Uh, oh yeah, you're watching this whole thing go down. Sorry about that. I, if if Moss or if Moss doesn't release her arm within like the next two seconds, he's taking a light or a firebolt right to the back. He already has. Okay. As soon as the drow popped up, it was like whoops. Because I can't really hear what's happening because I'm so far away and the winds and the sands. So I just see him biting her. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Sorry about that. Uh, what did you do that for? I thought you were a snake. But, yes, I was a snake. Yeah, but I didn't know it was you. I just saw a snake. The coloring didn't give you a hint? I don't know what the creatures around here look like. Ah, fair enough. But still, that hurts. Sorry. Is anyone able to heal me, by chance? <laughs> Does anyone have healing? Because I'm literally down to like five hit points. Hey, I'll <laughs> use lay on hands and give her... <laughs> well, seven back. Oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my, my bad. Now that we are out of combat, I need everyone to roll a constitution saving throw. Yikes. Oof. Oof. Eight. Seven. Seven. Uh, Nineteen. Sixteen. Mine's a, mine's a yikes. Yeah, mine was not so great either. Vice, Moss, and Celine. With the sun beating down on you, and having just gone through a round of battle with strange desert-dwelling creatures, the sun overtakes you, and you all take one point of exhaustion. Hooray! Okay. <laughs> What that means is on, I believe, your first level of exhaustion, all of your skill checks... Uh, I believe it's all your skill checks, saving throws, and attack rolls have disadvantage. Uh, pretty sure it's just skill is checks. Is it just skill checks? Pretty sure. It may just be skill checks. So it's not a hit point taken away, it's just, like, disadvantage? It, this is your first point of exhaustion, um, and this will stick with you until I say otherwise. Yeah, it's uh, disadvantage on ability checks. All right. Okay. So anytime I ask for an ability check, you three will have to roll a disadvantage, which is rolling the d20 twice and taking the lower number. Uh, Good news, guys. We have five more before we just die. Yeah. Yeah. You tried to just jump five. all the way to all the way to level three exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. How would you guys like to proceed? 
So I'm gonna look at um I don't even, this giant rock right here. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the dead bodies around us. And I'm gonna try to figure out particularly where the creatures might have came from within the rock. Uh, okay. Um, I can't have you roll double disadvantage on this, um, which you would because of your sunlight seven sensitivity. Yeah. So go ahead and roll perception at disadvantage. She's doing that. Can I look at uh, the dead bodies around us? Uh, go ahead and roll investigation if you'd like. I got a six. You cannot tell where these creatures came from. Okay. Rolled a 12. Uh, you find creature viscera. Those strange goop, objects? Goop and carapace. No objects of seemingly any value unless you determine it has value. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? I was just looking to see if there was anything like the cactus in the swamp situation. Nope. Nothing Nothing that seems out of place aside from body parts. You can't find much of this snake. That, the snake that wasn't Selene. Uh, Vice pretty summarily destroyed that with magic missile. Alright. Sun's getting hot. Maybe we should leave. Try to. I agree. I think we should keep pressing on and try to find some kind of shade or somewhere to rest for a while. DM, the shade under this arch that I'm standing here, I'm sitting under, is does it feel cooler than uh, about ten degrees? Sunlight? Yeah, about ten degrees cooler. I'm just gonna keep chilling here for a minute and drink some water. Drink some water out of my fresh, not pierced water skin. Go right ahead, and while you're at it, roll a perception check. A disadvantage. Oh, wow, you're like hey, way down there. Hey, Robin. <laughs> yeah? You're a great friend. Thank you for making me roll that at disadvantage. Hey, you're the one with the exhaustion. That's a five. Okay. <laughs> you hear nothing but wind. I'm not focused on anything other than this water. Yep. You were just slurping on that water skin right now. I'm gonna start I'm gonna, moving. I'm gonna harvest one of these branches from this apparent giant aloe plant. Go for it. Would Headed you like to genuinely the... harvest and keep it? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to break it off because I don't have anything to cut it with. Okay. You now have one large aloe plant branch. I'm going to keep Leave. up with the uh, moss. Okay. I'm just heading over to where he is. Same here. Does this spot right here generally have shade? If you are standing in shade, you are standing in shade. Okay, I just want to make sure, because I know you said the sun was in a different spot at some point, so I just want to make sure that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. No, you're good. Alright, then I'm going to sit right here to kind of get out of the sun for a few minutes. Okay. Do I see that cave in front of me? I do, don't I? You, you do. 
Oh, hey, look at that cave. I wonder what's inside it. Not the sun. And I make a run for it. Wait. I'm going to attempt to grab him on the way, her on the way by. I'm going to make my way over to figure out where the commotion's going. So Yeah, I'm, I'm going to attempt to like grab Shatton on the way by. Sorry, Vice. I was trying to get out of the sun, and I went to the first shady spot that I found. Uh, and before you even make it over to the cave, you are stopped dead in your tracks as your ears pick up the shuffling of rocks from behind you, as another one of these serpentine creatures has revealed itself from against the rocks. Um, from behind or from the left? From, from the right. From the right. Which would uh, be behind you as you were focused on that cave and trying to get to it. Eek! Behind us! And I jump away from the uh, rock. Okay. We're going to jump back into our previous initiative order. Forthus, you are the first up. I'm going to point at it and go, what in the fuck is this thing? Eat these guys. And it's, uh, I don't know how to describe how it happens because I don't exactly cast it purposefully. Fourth is doesn't know exactly how this happens, but true strike happens. <laughs> so I cast true strike on it. Okay. It goes off without a hitch. All right. Uh, weaknesses. Hmm? This is for it. I think true strike is weaknesses that I can find on the creature, and then I have advantage for the next strike. You point a figure at a target in range. Your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, provided that this spell hasn't ended. So basically, this just grants you uh, advantage on your next turn. Oh, I see. Sorry about that. Just read it before. All right, that is your action. Is that all you'll be doing this turn? Um, I'm going to be moving up to it. Moving right here to it. Okay. Will that be all? Yes. Moss, your attention has been drawn to this serpentine creature. How high up on the... Uh, like How high up on the rock is it? Yeah. Only about, like, six or seven feet up. Okay. If you were to get right up next to it, you would be within melee. Okay. If that's what you're asking. Yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering, if it's, like, six or seven feet up, I probably couldn't reach it with my mouth. You are... No, we talked about this. Oh, I can crane my neck out. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna bite it. Go for it. Uh, that's going to be, uh, 14. 14 just hits. Okay. Uh, that's going to be, uh, seven, seven piercing. And I'm going to try and like pull it down and grapple it. You're going to try to grapple? Yep. Okay. 
Now, would this be considered an ability check? They are contested checks. Okay, so I'd be at disadvantage with this. You would. Just making sure. Come on. Double 19s. Lucky you. You managed to grab a hold of this thing. Cool. So now I've got this thing in my mouth. Perfect. Will that be it for your turn? Yep. All right. Shatten, you're up. I'm going to uh, pull out my crossbow, my hand crossbow, and uh, take a shot at it. What's the distance on your hand crossbow? Uh, of course, because I have it listed. Uh, give me a quick second. 30 to tw uh, 30 slash 120. All right. Go ahead and roll the attack with disadvantage. Uh, that would be a 10. Roll damage. D6. Uh, eight. Moss, you take four points of piercing damage as the crossbow bolt slices past your neck. Thought that might happen. Yeah. Will that be it for your turn, Shatton? Uh, I'm going to move up. Good idea. And as I approach, I do apologize to uh, Moss. Roar, roar, roar. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Anything else for your turn, Shat? Uh, I'll get my uh, rapier at the ready. Okay. Brings it to the serpentine creature. Currently grappled in Moss's jaws is going to try to turn and attack... I believe, can it attack when grappled? It's restrained where it can't, right? Yeah, it can attack when it's grappled. All right, so it's going to try to, it's going to attempt to attack you, Moss, since you are the one holding it in your jaws. Uh, yeah, I, no. <laughs> it can't quite seem to twist itself around to get a good bite on you. And that is going to end its turn. Uh, bringing us over to Vice. How bad does this thing look like it's hurt? Not very. Like, barely at all. It's just being held by Moss's beak. I'm gonna hold my action. Okay. I'm gonna, or rather, I'm gonna ready action um, attack. And the trigger for it is going to be if it is released from Moss's mouth. I'm gonna let loose a firebolt. I'm not gonna risk. I'm not gonna risk hitting Moss in the face with a firebolt. Okay. So you're readying firebolt in case Moss drops it. Correct. Okay. And will that end your turn? Yes, it will. All right, Celine, you're up. All right, I'm going to get right up on this. Get as close as I can to it, anyway. Okay. Um. And then I'm going to have to use, it says I have an ice knife. Can I use that? Ice knife is one of your, is it 
That's... I don't believe that's one of your prepared spells. No, it's not a spell. It's like in my damage list. I, I don't oh, know. that's that's there because it's in your spell list, but it's not. Oh, oh, spell. oh, okay, I, okay. I didn't know what that was. Never mind. Um, I'm just gonna use a dagger, considering Moss is grappling a creature, and I don't want to make him do a con save, so. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll to attack with disadvantage, as your eyes are burning in this sunlight. I got a three. That, unfortunately, does not hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Until it doesn't hit, why would I roll damage? Because you hit Moss, as, oh. he, is, as he is attached to this creature. Let That's... it go. Let it go. <laughs> He's holding it with his face. His neck is exposed. How small is this creature that we're fight fighting? Sorry, what? How small is this creature that we're fighting? It is considered a medium monstrosity, so it is about as big as you are. Okay. About. So the damage output on a dagger is 1d4 plus 3. Yeah, I got 7. Okay, Moss, you take 3 points of piercing damage from the dagger as it just misses the serpentine creature and grazes your neck. You are getting a very close shave today. <laughs> Will that end your turn, Celine? Yep. Okay, top of the round, Farthus, you are up. Alright, um... I hop up to here. Do I have to make any sort of checks for climbing? You would have to make an athletics or acrobatics check. All right. I'll do that. That's a six. I fell down. Yes, you topple back down to the ground. Not far enough to deal any damage to yourself, but you do land on your butt. Oh. Then, for, for my action, then, I'm just going to go, Moss, drop it. And that's okay. my turn. All right. Moss, you are Before up that, with... Yes. Uh, I'm going to cast Bless on the same three before. So, Celine, Shatten, and Moss. Roll your d20. Twelve, yes. Okay. And which three did you cast that on? Uh, Moss, Shatten, and Celine. Okay, you are all under the effect of the Bless spell. Moss, it is now your turn with a serpentine creature in your mouth. All right. So first I want to rake it with my claws. So okay. I'll have advantage mm -hmm. on that attack. Roll it advantage. Uh, that's going to be uh, 18 to hit. That is a hit. Uh, that's going to be 8 points of damage. Okay. And then I want to see if you'll let me do this. 
So you said I'm basically holding a, a large monstrosity, right? Effectively, yeah. I want to try and basically, with my, uh, like, basically throw my head towards the rock and bash it up against the rock. Roll a strength check. And that's with disadvantage. All right, so with disadvantage, that would be 17. Roll 1d6. Uh, three points of, I'm guessing, bludgeoning. You deal three points of bludgeoning damage as you attempt to swing and slam this creature against the stone, but it seems fairly resilient against the hits you are making against it. And I will drop it. Because I'm tired. Let go. I'm tired of getting stabbed. Okay. It is let go, Vice. You are triggered. I'm so triggered. Come on, Karen. Fourteen. Fourteen just hits. Oh, that's a D percent. Hang on. I almost did thirty damage. Oh. Oh, that's better. Uh, nine points of fire damage. Okay. As soon as you release this creature from your mouth, Moss, from right behind its body, you see a burst of flame as Vice has released his spell. Will that end your turn, Moss? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna rub my neck now. Okay. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Shatten, you are up. Okay. Uh, this spot right here, is that ground level or is that on the rock? That one would be just at ground level, like against the rock. Okay. I'm going to move there. And I'm going to, you know, jab up trying to stab at it. Oh, okay, I'll assume you, like, jump while you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll the attack. Okay. No, I'll use this one. That would be 13. 13 does not hit. All right, will that end your turn? Uh. Yeah. All right, this creature weighing its options has decided that a meal is not worth its life. And it's going to start running away, which actually triggers an attack of opportunity from all three of you. Moss, Celine, and Shatten will all get attacks of opportunity. Don't forget you got blessed. Oh, does that affect attacks? It would have. Oh, okay. I'll use the save it for another. Yeah, keep that in mind for next time. Yep. Keep that in mind for this time. All right, all three of you get to roll an attack of opportunity if you would like to do so. I would like to. I'm going to. Okay. Sorry, I should have warned you ahead of time. So, what is that? If it's bless? Uh, you add a d4 to your attack roll. So roll a d20 and a d4. And add it together. You, right. however, Selene, are at disadvantage because of your sunlight sensitivity. 
Thank you for the bless. That's a 15 now. Hey. 30-20. Sorry, Shatton, for forgetting last time. Yep. It wasn't your job to remember it. I got a four. All right, Selene, your attack goes wide. However, Moss and Shatton, your attacks land. Uh, 12 points of piercing. Okay. 15 points of piercing. All right, as this thing tries to get away from you, it gets caught up. Shatton's rapier stabs into its side. Its, Its tail swings to the left, right into Moss's mouth. And as he bites down, he cuts off the back end of this creature. Guts, blood, and shit pour out of the back end of it. It loses its grip on the rock and falls between all of you, bleeding out and dying. Moss's face has to look great right now. Moss, your face is covered in blue blood and red uh, and blue blood from the creature and red blood from yourself. Nice. You're looking rugged there. Thank you. Sorry I shot you. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's you know, risk you take when you hold things in your mouth. Um, I'm going to walk up to Moss. Do you need healing? I'll be all right for now. All right, fair enough. Thank you, though. So I'm going to try and pick up a stone and throw it into the cave. If I have to, I'll move closer. I would say move closer. That's sort of figuring. Uh, can I move now? Whoops. There we go. Uh, is this close enough? What's your strength score? It is... 11. Yeah, I'm going to say no. 65 feet is pretty far to throw a rock with a strength of 11. I mean, unless you throw in a pebble. Uh, Trying to see if there's anything in there. So... Maybe here? Give that a shot. I'll throw a cave into it and or throw a rock into the cave, not a cave into no, the please, rock. No, please, please throw a cave into the rock. <laughs> I'd love to see how that works. Was that for uh, magic? Um, so I'm just going to throw it in there and see if anything comes out. As you throw this rock, you hear it smack against the interior stone wall. You sit there and listen for a couple, for a few seconds and Nothing seems to happen. And then you hear a rattle right in front of you. We got a reaction or no? It's still your turn. Um, I'll jump back 10 feet. Go for it. There we are. I'm not going to use the initiative for this. Another snake near the cave. Oh, fuck it. And attack it. <laughs> you just go up and attack it? Yes. 
Go ahead and roll to attack. Uh, 21. You swing down with your blade and slice this little thing in half. As the two halves of its body writhe in the sand, blood pouring out, soaking into the sand. After 10, 12 seconds, it just stops moving entirely. I see any other snakes around me or, or as far as I can see in the cave. Go ahead and roll perception. That was 19. You don't sense anything around you that seems threatening at the moment. Feel safe enough. Get away from the sun going to this cave. Finally. And bolt, make it, I'm going to bolt for it. I'm going to proceed with caution. I'm heading in with her. I'll catch up and go in with them too. And Vice? Oh, this seems like how we fucking die. That was to myself. As your voice is carried on the wind, everybody hears you. You all find yourselves standing in a relatively small cave, about 15 feet wide. 10 feet tall at most. It almost looks like it has been carved out of some long buried stone. However, the cave does not seem to extend into the earth. You found yourself a nice little shaded area protected from the wind and the sun. How long have you been uh, traveling in this desert so far? You have no idea. The sun has not moved. I was feeling tired from the sun. Uh, I am. Fucking hot here. We'll uh, take a little rest here and uh, get rid of exhaustion or anything like that. Yeah, does exhaustion work like that? Like a short rest get gets rid of it? Exhaustion can only be removed through magic, specific magic, or a long rest. Oh, okay. And a long rest will only remove one point of exhaustion at a time. Is there anything in this cave with us? Not that you can see. Okay. If this desert could have a closet, you are standing in it. It is, with the exception of the one opening, it is fully enclosed, nothing but stone and the bits of sand that have been blown in from the wind. I don't know about all you, but I think I'm going to take a long rest. Seems as good as time as any to try to get out of the sun and kind of recover a little bit. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. Sounds good to me. Hey. So we all plan on taking a long rest? I guess I'll take first watch. I need to, I need to write anyway. Okay, take second. Take third. Yeah, just wake me up whenever. Same goes for me. I'll when wake I... you up as soon as the ninth month ends. <laughs> <laughs> 
Terrible. <laughs> now I'm gonna pop into my shell. Vice, as you take first watch, standing at the mouth of the cave, or sitting, rather, writing in your journal, you begin to notice the shadows moving. You don't see... You look out and you don't see any creatures. You have a fairly clear vantage point to the entrance of this cave. What you do see is that the sun has begun to drop. Go ahead and roll perception check for your watch. At disadvantage because you are still exhausted. Fuck your exhaustion. 11. At the moment, you don't see or hear anything. Is there anything you would like to do for the remainder of your watch? I'm just going to write. I'm pretty sure the heat from the... From the, uh... Desert's going to keep the cave plenty warm enough. Oh, yeah. All right. A couple of hours pass. Say about three hours pass. And it is time for the next watch. They're getting me up. I'm just going to go. I got sand in me ass. It feel pleasant. And... Perception, 14. During your watch, you notice the shadows getting longer as the sun begins to drop further into the sky. You see no motion with the exception of the occasional draft of, of sand blown in the wind. These winds do not seem to stop. Towards the end of your watch, as the sun grows closer and closer and closer to the horizon, the winds seem to be picking up. But you, need, you see nothing that poses an immediate threat. Is there anything you would like to do during your watch? I'm going to look into the Book of the Fey Realm. The history that I have. Or the history the book that I yes. have. <laughs> Yes. Um, and see anything about tieflings. As you skim through the book, you don't see a single chapter that references tieflings. Alright. Close it up and my watch. So your watch comes to a close. The sun is now on the horizon. I'm going to let Shatten know that I noticed that the wind was picking up. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna... Go ahead. No, say what you're gonna say. I was gonna um, sit at the edge, just like right where the shadow meets the uh, the cave. Okay. It meets the, meets the light. And I'm just going to pace back and forth in the opening, watching... Out into the desert. Okay, go ahead and roll disadvantage. Uh, perception. Yep. That's that would be twenty-two. A disadvantage. I rolled a twenty and a fifteen. 
Motherfucker. As you are continuing your watch, pacing back and forth, occasionally looking outside, you happen to look upward at exactly the right moment as the sun dips below the horizon and you see the glint of something shiny hanging from the underside of this stone archway almost a hundred feet up for just a split second something brilliantly shiny glints and then the sun drops below the horizon and you can no longer see it I'm going to uh, go over to the arch and uh, try to climb go ahead and roll acrobatics or athletics Acrobatics. And I can use my bless with that, right? Uh, or no, is that bless worn is out? Long, that is long since ended. Okie dokie. Don't you love it when the person supposed to be watching decides to go kill themselves by scaling a hundred foot arch? I sure do. <laughs> it's, a sh- I do it's a shiny. That would be a 13. Being the rabbit folk that you are, you poise yourself at the base of the stones, crouch real low, gripping yourself, you tighten up your muscles, you're still feeling a little bit worn out, you could have sworn that sleep would have gotten rid of that exhaustion sleeping in that nice cool cave, you jump up, you grab the ledge, find a nice little section of rock, your hand slips. You fall to the ground onto the soft sand. You are unconscious and sweating profusely. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. <laughs>